All right, welcome back, listeners, to week four of the NFL Pigskin Pickers podcast. Tim Trainer and Steve Hill back with you. And, uh, you know, we've got some explaining to do, I think. We've given out, uh, we've had three losing weeks to start the year, Steve. Uh, two and three last week. Um, I mean, it puts us five and ten on the year. What's going on? What's going on with us? What's going on with the NFL? Uh, well, I mean, what's going on with us is we're uh, struggling. Yeah. But we're not in the bunker, and, yeah. you know, with this super contest at the Las Vegas hotel, I yeah. think they call it now. It's sort of what helps kind of inspire this podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, picking five games on points per week, and the winner at the end, you know, gets a whole bunch of money, and it's really kind of fun. So we track how we're doing against people who think they're good enough at picking pro football games with the spread to uh, plunk down $1,500 as a buy-in for this tournament, okay? So week one, they, uh, the consensus picks, meaning the, you know, got to take them, top five best bets according to all these guys, you know, hundreds of them, uh, they went three and two on their five picks week one, and then 0 oh and five Weeks two and three. I've never seen that, Tim. I've never seen these supposedly knowledgeable guys uh, whiffing completely two weeks in a row. And we didn't whiff. We didn't do that well, but we're better than those guys. Yeah. What's what's what? I mean, what's surprising you about the year? What What do you think has has got gamblers off? I mean, there's been some close games. There's been still a few of the you know the the classic teams are there. There's been a few surprises. you know, not too many three and O teams left. Uh, anything just kind of stand out? You know, as the first quarter of the season kind of comes up here. I think it's points are much harder to come by for some teams. I uh-huh. mean, uh, I know that Seahawks righted the ship a bit uh, in week three. Finally, started scoring. Hats off to Jimmy Graham for getting back after a tough rehab. But um, young quarterbacks doing much better sure. than expected. Away teams doing well. I mean, yeah. you mentioned before we started recording that away teams are over 500 yep. so far. Yep, they're five, um, five games over. Or something. But some head scratchers. I mean, yeah. uh, you've got six turnovers from Fitzpatrick. You've yeah. got the Steelers going down hard against Philly. You've got Arizona struggling against Buffalo, and, and didn't Palmer throw a few picks? I've I got a hot take on Palmer. I, I'm, I'm saying over the hill. I think Arizona is team over the hill, Palmer. He, he looks bad. I think he looks old, and some of that just catches up with you. We saw it last year with Peyton, that eventually the, you, know, you get up there in age and your just body can't do it anymore. I, I'm suspicious of Arizona moving forward. Um, we saw hints of that in the playoffs last yeah, year with Arizona at the quarterback mm-hmm. position, and we wanted to give him a mulligan, I think, because of the pressure he was under. But yeah. maybe we had a tell then that um, we should have paid more attention yeah, to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking at them a little more warily moving forward. But you're right. There there have been some surprises. And and then you look back, and the same old teams are 3-0 with New England and uh, playing well. Um, Denver's, you know, the Super Bowl champs are 3-0. Well, the contrarians, I think, uh, need to be given a little bit of credit here. Uh, you look at the Vikings. I mean, who would think that Minnesota would be 3-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater down and then later losing AP going up against the Packers and um, Carolina? I mean, yeah. two very good football teams, and the Vikes 
you know, against all, I think, reasonable uh, yeah. doubts about how they would do, uh, plow through with that strong defense and take care of business. Well, tell us about that game last week. I mean, it seemed like obviously it was a pretty intense week in Charlotte. Uh, there was a lot going on with that Panthers team. Um, you think that's crept into the game at all? Or? Well, nobody ever said it did. Yeah. And, and I sort of credit Carolina for not making that an excuse ever. Yeah. Uh, Carolina came out strong. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, uh, frankly, a blowout when Carolina went up 10-0 and all we were able to do is go three and out. Yeah. And then with that safety, yep. the whole game turned. Safety's and, um, you know, the Vikings can't milk defense and special teams for, you know, their source of points all year. Mm-hmm. But, man, so far, I'll take all I can yeah. get. And, and it was really a fun game to watch. And it was all legit. I mean, I don't think Carolina necessarily just gave up or something oh, having to not. do with the atmosphere. And I think the, the, the thought is that, that can just, you know, you're not totally focused on the game when there's a lot of that. Could you know, be, but yeah. early on they looked really yeah. sharp. Yeah, and exactly. what, what Coach Zimmer said is that, that safety and some of the, the blitz packages he put together on defense, when Cam Newton, who's so good, so strong, so hard to sack, yep. when he's in max protection and he's going down, I mean, I think the Vikings' defense kind of mentally broke Carolina. And he's, I don't know if it has to do with the unrest going on in the city of Charlotte, but I think just football-wise, I think – you got to credit Minnesota's defense for basically breaking down Carolina mentally. Mike Zimmer's got to be the smartest defensive coach in the NFL right now. I mean, like you said, he, if he can figure out how to way to get to you when you've got everybody back there trying to protect you. There's nobody better at getting to the quarterback, I think, scheme-wise than, than him. Yeah, I, hope he, I hope he gets a, a proper consideration for coach of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. you always have Belichick out there, but I, I just think that, uh, you know, he's, he's right up there. Yeah. All right. Well, we're... Under 500, 5 and 10 on the year, but that 5 and a week puts us right back at a classic 10 and 10. So uh, let's, let's, let's shoot for the stars. Um, tonight, uh, Thursday night game, my folks are on their way to the stadium probably right now. The Cincinnati Bengals are hosting the Miami Dolphins. Cincinnati's 1 and 2. Uh, they've got you know two losses to some good teams, Denver undefeated and Pittsburgh. They've had a stretch of, I think, uh, three games against three playoff teams. The Jets put in a real clunker last week, but they're better than that. Uh, line seven and a half here. It's kind of a must win for Cincinnati. You can't go to one and three and expect to get back to the playoffs. Uh, Miami's been a little frisky. Can they keep this close? We, we're always a little nervous about Thursday night games. They usually seem sloppy. Um, but do you think Cincinnati, you know, kind of gets an easier opponent than they've had all year and kind of puts the, puts their, puts the pedal down? I don't know. Your your team is Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I think they take care of business. I don't like that half a point yeah, in there at all. Six and a half, I'd jump on it. Yeah, but, I mean, what do you think coming off that loss to Denver? Are, are they would, are yeah. they dog? I mean, that Denver loss was at home as well. I mean, yeah. what do you think? It was disappointing for sure. I think not as disappointing as Pittsburgh the week before. Um Tyler Eifert is not going to return. I think that's the, really the key to the offense. The offense has not looked in sync all year. Uh, they're hoping to get their you know, Pro Bowl tight end back this game. He's not. I just, just saw that he's not going to suit up tonight. Uh, that's, that's a real setback. I do think this is a bet. You know, the Jets defense, the Steelers defense, Denver defense are three of the top in the, in the NFL. Miami's not at that level. I think, I think we will score a lot more points than we have been struggling to get into the 20s. 
Um, I'm a little nervous about seven and a half, but I like Cincinnati um, taking care of business at home. Yeah, tonight. they need to, and and yeah. I don't. You mentioned one guy, but I mean, I've read that four starters from yeah. Miami are out. Yeah, exactly. They've so got, they've got plenty to deal with themselves. When you talk about short, um, yep, short week and all that kind of stuff, yep. uh, you know, let's see what happens. All right. Well, we'll put a little star next to the Bengals here, and we'll go through and see if they still are at the top of our list once we get to the bottom. Uh, the next game live from London. It's a, what, what's it like at the Hill Household at 6 a.m. on Sunday when your wife finds you watching football already? Well, the, the bangers and mash, I think, <laughs> are, are uh, on the stove. But I, I think that uh, it's hopeless with my wife during football season anyway. There's yeah. not much more damage I can do. <laughs> but she, she doesn't get up, let's just say, for yeah. kickoff Yeah, for the from Indianapolis and Jacksonville. It's our <laughs> NFL's idea to make everyone in England hate, hate football. We give them all these terrible games. India is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, which I, I have a hard time believing. I don't understand why that is. Um, and for a kind of a, a – I don't know. Jacksonville's is technically a home game for them, but it's in London. I think Jacksonville's a better team, but there's two teams I'm not very fond of. Yeah, I think it's a stay away, though. It's yeah. always fun to watch, yeah. uh, you know, because it's fun to see the players running around the Tower of London and yeah, stuff. So they do those and little they features. Drive, yeah. Yeah. But uh, and and seeing how the fans react and yeah, so forth, but, but betting wise, I mean, I have no no sense of where that game's going at all. I, I lean Jacksonville for some reason. I'm a believer in them still. Uh, you think it makes our top five? No, nah, no, nah, probably not. Okay. But we'll just have coffee and uh, <laughs> set our alarms early to catch you into that. Game. Uh, all right, so let's get to our normal uh, Sunday morning games. It, be- it begins with Cleveland at Washington. Washington's an eight-point favorite. Washington, a nice little win last week against the Giants. Uh, keeps them alive in the in the kind of strange NFC East. The Eagles have kind of taken early control. Cleveland's uh, just a dumpster fire and continues to continues to burn. Um, eight's a lot, but I don't know. You got anything? I don't know. Just stay away. Every time I, I go against Cleveland, they pull some <laughs> crazy victory out of nowhere. Yeah. Or, you know, lose by a point. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I'm going to stay away from it. I wonder if Washington got a little confidence from that win. But the Giants still seem to be a inconsistent team. So I'm not, I'm not totally uh, totally buying in either way there. Um, interesting game here. We go to New England undefeated. Uh, they're six-point favorites at home against Buffalo, who kind of pulled out all the stops to, to crush Arizona last week and maybe save their coach's job. New England, we have no idea who's starting for them. Uh, Tom Brady's on the beach somewhere. Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt his shoulder. Their third stringer was so impressive last week. Uh, has hurt his wrist or his hand. Um, they, have, they do not have another quarterback on the roster. Julian Edelman, their wide receiver, played quarterback in college, is the probable starter, and they're six-point favorites. Something's crazy here. It is. Uh, that said, oh, no. The way New England's going, and it's so annoying to see him keep winning. I've even had friends of mine, you know, on social media, women who, you know, you wouldn't think of as NFLers, but they're weighing in. You know, has Belichick made some deal with the devil? How does yeah. he keep winning without Brady and without Gronk and all these crazy situations? I think that uh, New England's going to win this one. Whether they cover, I don't know, but... It's going to be absolutely worth watching. 
if Edelman or some other, you know, person's yeah. playing quarterback that doesn't normally play play quarterback. It's sort of like a baseball game where they yeah, bring yeah. the outfielder in to yeah. pitch, you know. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. Well, but I think I it's think, a stay away. I think New England success begs the question. Is Tom Brady the most overrated athlete in in the world, right? Well, like if, if they win with Edelman, right? it's it's if done. Four and without him, yeah. Like who cares? Let him yeah. let him stay on the beach. It would be really interesting to see uh, him come back and then go, you know, three and three or something. And oh, wait a minute, let's bring back our fourth stringer. Yeah, if Edelman can work the uh, you know Patriot system, so to speak, yeah. to a victory. Uh, I think you're right that, yeah. that uh, you know, we can have some fun talking about whether Brady is any good. Yeah. I know Belichick likes to beat Rex Ryan, but I, I, there's, I couldn't take New England with, with that at stake. They could still win that game, but I think they're going to play a low-scoring game. I like Buffalo getting six. Um, Seattle and the Jets. Seattle's got to travel cross-country. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites at New York coming off, like we said, just a, a gargantuan loss. I mean, they, they had six interceptions, but also – you know, didn't get blown out of that game. I'm a kind of a Jets believer. Seattle finally turned a corner, it seemed like, last week, but uh, not totally healthy. Uh, you think they can go to the East Coast and, and, win, a, and win an important game here? I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, but I don't know the status of Russell Wilson's ankle. Yeah. And so knee, and that said really he's looked ugly. Play, but, you know, that doesn't say much if he's healthy or yeah, not. Yeah, it looked sure. ugly. I can't believe that wasn't worse than it was when I saw that leg buckle. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't – tough call, but I, I'm leaning Seattle on that one, winning by a field goal. I think they can handle that, and I think it's really tough for the Jets to come off that horrible uh, performance they had yeah. uh, with six interceptions. Okay. Uh, the NFC South here, we got Carolina, the defending uh, NFC champs, three-point favorites at Atlanta, who won a nice Monday night game. I don't know. Carolina's now dropped to one and two. This They're kind of in the same boat as Cincinnati, kind of a let's-get-right kind of thing. Um, I think they take care of business here, and they've had bigger lines than this all year. I like Carolina to win this game. It's just three-point favorites. I do, too. I think that's one of our five. All right. Which brings us to Detroit and Chicago, two uh, really unimpressive teams this year. Detroit's three-point favorites at Chicago. I mean, I, I think I'd like to take the Bears here, but gosh, they've just been poor. They've had every- Cutler might be back. They're making noises about that. Yeah? Yeah. If, if you can talk me into Chicago, I'm listening, because I've not been impressed by Detroit. They just got blown out early in that Packers game, then somehow came back from 25 down to screw us out of our pick. Uh, only losing by seven there. I, I I just don't like Detroit, but I'm not sure I can pick Chicago either. No, I think it's a stay away because both teams are just terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the Texans and Tennessee? I like Tennessee. I mean, I, J.J. bought out. Yeah. Um, Zach Houston, they're four-and-a-half-point favorites, which means we get, we get four-and-a-half and taking our Oregon Duck, Marcus Mariota. Let's try it. Tennessee's Let's try Tennessee, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I think some of those like uh, injuries to your best players can leave leave the team with a hangover. Uh, the Baltimore's undefeated. They're three and zero. They're three and a half point favorites at home against Oakland. Uh, you starting to be a Baltimore believer yet, or? I am, and I also like Oakland, and I don't know who's going to win that game. Yeah, and I think it's a stay away. I think you're right. Um, it'd be an interesting win if Baltimore goes four and zero. They're they're really a team that we'll have to start. Start thinking about in playoff chase. 
Um, Denver is three and a half point favorites at Tampa Bay. Uh, Denver just continues to win. They look good last week against Cincinnati. Tampa Bay kind of still that up and down team that look great one year, one week and bad the next. Lines three here. Uh, you falling on either side there? Denver. Denver. Yeah, I, I would have expected more uh, points being given by the Broncos there. I mean, I know the pirate ship and all that, but yeah. Denver's defense is just really good, and I like the running game Denver has. Um, and I just think that if we can get Denver minus three, let's do it. Okay. Dallas is minus two and a half at San Francisco. Uh, classic. If this was 1995, that would be a great game, uh, except it's 21 years after that. Dallas and San Fran, minus two and a half. You care? It's in San Francisco. Two uninteresting teams for me, too. Uh, San Diego. Is four-point favorites in a National Football League game. Holy cow. Against the Saints. San Diego. It's good. Oh, you know. Rub your eyes. Yikes. I don't know. I just think that uh, we've got two quarterbacks who can throw the ball. What a strange team San Diego. And they keep giving Phillip Rivers all this respect, you know. Yeah. And they like the running back in San Diego. And so, you know, it's kind of like... I almost want to take New Orleans just because of that. I, I do. I do big time. Yeah. So they can why don't we try that one? Just take an underdog I like New it. Orleans. I like it. Uh, Arizona is at home against Los Angeles. The Cardinals are eight-point favorites. I just kind of said that I'm a little, I'm a little stickly on there. But, man, points. it's hard to – hard to. you think the Rams can stay in there? I want to stay away just because I, yeah. I don't know how good the Rams but I, that's a lot of points. It's just they're, they're more attractive games, I think, for us. Yeah, okay. We'll uh, question the Rams there. Uh, the Sunday night game's a good one. Pittsburgh coming off their worst loss in something like 30 years, worst home loss. They lost by 34. No, I guess it was in Philly, but uh, just, just blown out against the Eagles. They're five-point favorites again against Kansas City. Uh, this one's in Pittsburgh. Think they bounce back, or they get their running back uh, out there, again, don't they, yep. Bell? Yep. I think that's a difference maker for them. Yeah. Uh, so I think Pittsburgh handles it, though. I think I'd be okay with a stay away on that and focusing on the Monday night game. Monday night, he's looking forward to Minnesota at home. Five point favorites on the Giants. I think the Vikings are three and zero against the spread. They are, and we haven't touched them. It's time. It's time, huh? Yeah. What do you think? Let's though? go for it, sure. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I don't want to like. D, I don't want to put any bad vibes here, though. If you feel like you're on a good run with us staying off. No, I'm not. I, I want us on. Right. I mean, it's about time. I think this defense is going to bother Eli. Yep. And we're gonna we're gonna have some fun seeing uh, Bradford at home. Uh, I feel good about it. All right, let's jump. There's one more seat on that bandwagon left. Good. We're jumping on. We're taking the Vikings minus five over the Giants at home Monday night. That goes with Carolina minus three at Atlanta, Tennessee plus four and a half at Houston, Denver minus three at Tampa Bay, and New Orleans plus four at San Diego. Those sound like five winners to you? Well, what about your Bengals? I'm okay with it. I feel better about the Bengals than I do the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ooh, a last-minute change. We're taking the Bengals, minus 7.5. That puts us at four favorites. You cool with that? Well, let's see. Don't we have one underdog? You got one dog there, Tennessee. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, we're taking Cincinnati tonight. A, a late change of plans here. You never know what to expect from Tim and Steve's NFL pigskin pickers. Uh, so just to tell you one more time, we got the Bengals minus seven and a half Thursday night. And then we got our raft of Sunday picks and a Monday night Vikings pick. Uh, thanks for listening this week. We're going to go 5-0 and get you guys back to 10-10. And, 10, and we'll be back ahead. And just one parting thought is uh, for those who can watch the Monday night game, uh, you know, we'll be talking about that new stadium in Minnesota. Yeah. That's going to be a bit of a coming out party again for the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, that Sunday night time to show it off and how you got Monday night. Yeah, cool. All right, well, thanks, listeners. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.